Welcome to 3CR Raising Our Voices, 8.55am on the radio dial. This month, we're talking about disability and the QR code. So first of all, I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land on which we gather or meet today and pay my respects to their elders past and present. I extend that respect to Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander peoples here today. I'll hand over to Amanda, who will do some some more introduction of our show. Hi, listeners, this is Amanda, and this is the Raising Our Voices program, which is going to be speaking about disability and the QR code, which is a pain in the butt, but still. <laughs> um, on the program, we've got Norrie, um, or somebody help me with the other two names. Um, yep. Justin. Justin. Myself and Justin. And I'm Bronwyn from Amida. Oh, thank you for picking up those few last names for me. Today's program is focusing on disability and the QR code. In my book, it has problems, big problems for people with disabilities and plus the elderly people. Most phones are are antique. I have an antique phone, which is useless in this current environment. And and in my opinion, the government didn't didn't think about people with disability or the older folk. The government didn't look at disability or people can't read, can't write, can't see this and that and can't hear. And all, all kinds of disability out there. The government didn't take them into account, in my opinion, now. It is only for the ones who got the iPhone and the updated phones. And fine if you're with a carer, you're covered. But what happens if you're by yourself? Now I open the floor. Exactly. I think you've got a good point there, Amanda, when you say that perhaps it wasn't designed with people with disabilities in mind or people who are ageing or even kids who are, who are young who, who might be on their own going places around. And I know that it's um, the QR code system has been set up as a way to help during the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, with contact tracing it's a way of, of saying that a person was at a at a specific place at a at a certain time but it's it's got a lot of problems i agree it's not very user friendly and and also it's um a lot of people such as myself that don't have an up-to-date phone who will be forced to get a new phone and I don't think I'm the only one who's in that big boat either and also it's an older person I know a person in Queensland who is 91 and her phone is no good it's just like mine yeah so I have noticed in some places where I've been say for example the chemist down the road I've had problems signing in with the QR code and they have 
a, a book there that I can write down my name and my phone number and the time that I was there. So that's one way around it. But what about for people who can't write their name or or who who don't have a phone number? Um, there's a person in my group, uh, in Ball Over group, um, she can't sign her name. Oh. Like, it's, um, like, um, like I saw in the movie, if you can't sign your name, just put an S mark with the, and get someone to be with you to say um, who that person is. So. Yeah. That's a really good example. Yeah. And my opinion is the government didn't talk or take a survey of this subject coming in towards the disabled people plus the elderly person and and plus down my way there's no pen and paper out it's not big enough for me to to write in um, and if that's not out where you can see it they should advertise that stuff you can sign in but that's still not applicable for the people that can't read or write or anything like that, in my opinion. Yes. That my way. You can't even use a QR code to go to the dunny. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing a little bit of research about QR codes before yep. we had the show. Yep, and yep, I yep. noticed that the QR stands for quick response. That's what the QR means. It's talking about quick response code. And I noticed also that it was invented in 1994 by... What? Yeah, way back in um, yeah, 1994. Wow. Yeah, um, way before this COVID-19 pandemic by a, a company. The company holds the patents and rights for the QR code, but they've, they've chosen not to exercise those rights. So that means that the QR codes are free of any license. Anyone can use them. Very interesting. Yeah. So Amanda, when you've gone to shops or services, have you been refused entry because you um, haven't been able to sign in? And because of my care, my care that comes with me on a Friday puts me in and she saves my bacon. But the question is, what happens if I'm down the street by myself? Whoa, netted. That's right. I noticed also Reinforced have been talking about this as well. Amanda and Nori, I, I guess you guys have been discussing it behind the scenes. I do know that lots of people have been frustrated about the use of the QR codes, you know, when things don't go right, um, yep. when they don't have the device, like you said, or they, they can't use it for whatever reason. The general consensus amongst reinforce is that it's not right to stop people from going places if you don't have the, the technology for that. People shouldn't be left out because they can't use a QR code and all places should have a sign-in sheet where people who can't ah. use the QR Yeah. No, no, not down my way. They haven't got it on deck. But if it's not down uh, open to see, where is it 
put in. There's no instructions to go. This is not here. Put the instructions out. This is what you do to sign it. Blah, blah, blah. That is not on the radar at the moment. I think, Nori, somebody's given you a diagram. I've been, yeah, I've been given the diagram and instructions <laughs> on how to use the QR code. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, it's, there's basically six steps for that. Step one, you download the apps, which is the Service Victoria apps, and it's <laughs> like an orange little square, and there's a triangle in the centre of it, and it's got service written across it. That's step one. Then to step two, at the venue, before you enter the venue, you must check in using the Service Victoria apps, and then that's step two. Step three, open the apps, the Service Victoria apps on your phone and tap the check-in button at the bottom of the screen. To step four, point phone at QR code until it works. Step five, enter your details. Enter your name, phone number, and click the check-in to this location. And step six, the last one, is look for the green tick, right? Wait for the green tick and you're checked in. So there are six basically steps for the um, how to use the QR code. And now there's some phones, no, Ray, there's some that phones, will not work on my end. As Amanda was saying, some <laughs> phones don't work, which I agree with Amanda. Some phones <laughs> don't work on that. But there may be some people out there who do have an updated phone and it will work. Now, I agree with Amanda. Amanda's right. Old phones don't work on it. I agree with her. And I agree. She's saying, no, it doesn't work on old phones. The other step is if you can't do that with an old phone, there should be another form or paper there to write your name and address and your phone number. That should also be there. And Amanda's saying, look, there's nothing there to say, look, how do I sign my name? Where do I put my address? Where do I put my phone number? You've got to look at that as well, besides the QR, because that's more important. Or you either do that or use the QR. But I agree with Amanda is, look, use if you can't use the QR, use the other, the other form to sign your name and address. There's another situation I've noticed too for the, uh, um, for the parts that I've been into. People do not sanitise their hands, and that's driving me nuts. I'm now on the prowl for any sanitising machine. I've now got to sanitise my hand if it's to the cake shop to the bank. All you got to do, a QR code at the bank, and you've got to sanitise your hands soon, mate. It is everywhere, including the toilet. 
please, people, wash your hands and use the QR code to keep us safe. Over to you, Justin, if you, if you wanted to say something about the QR codes. How do you, how do you find it? I don't know. Um, I get along fine, but, but did one person um, have a problem when he when he's got the sign in and everything, but he's signing and everything, but he, they said, um, you've got to have a mark. I said, oh, they said, oh I've got it on me. Uh, you can't, you have to go back outside and find it to find its way out. He found it. He said, no, you have to re-sign again. So, oh, boy, you're trying. No, you've got to be trying again and then put your mark on. No, that's unfair. He always trying. All you have to do is put your mark on and he goes in. No, you have to, that's terrible. We can't get anyone in. Have to put their mark on first and then sign on. Some people think, think they um, run, go do what, what they have to do by, by the rule, but um, sometimes they um, be um, be on top of it and they, they, they know, know what they're saying, but they don't really know, but they don't read the rules. They like read a few lines and yeah, right, but they don't read the rest of it. So, yeah. You on, Amanda? Yeah, if you got the QR thing, thing on your phone, Justin? Yeah, I always do it on my phone everywhere I go, but sometimes when um, I don't have my cook, like um, last day, um, I didn't have my phone. But oh. my wife had, um, and they did it for me. So I got and also saw my name in, just in case if I miss my phone, I could put my name on, my, on the paper if they know I've been there. And and there should be an extension if it if the paper and pen is not out, it should be set on the TV. If if it's he, hidden away, you must ask for the pen and paper. But that's not inside at the moment. Yeah. Did we have a choice of song for today? Oh, I know you had an idea, Amanda. Um. It's through 3CR, million miles away. Million miles away. Yep. Is it a song that you've recorded in the past? Uh, um, it's uh, um, it's a one that one's been around since '89 or something like that. And I and I am the composer of those two songs in my first no. That's awesome. First married. Uh, this message is coming out from 3CR about the QR code plus people with disabilities uh, and a million miles away, 3CR can, can stretch out its wings to take this message to the wider public. Let them know that us guys are here. You've forgotten about us rats. So sending the message through the airwaves, Amanda. Yep, yep, yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> We're going to a song break now, A Million Miles Away by Gary Young. A river, a mountain to be crossed. The sun shines in mountains is sometimes lost. Around the south side, so cold that we cried. Were we ever colder on that day? A million and it seems from all eternity 
friends only cry In deeper to some place where we can lie And rest for the day with the cold in our way Were we ever colder on that day A million miles away And it seems from all Sometimes lost, the river can disregard the cost. A melt in the sky, the warmth when you die. Were we ever colder on that day? A million miles away, and it seems from all eternity. Yes, it seems from all. You're listening to Raising Our Voices on 3CR, 855 on the AM dial. And we're talking about disability and the QR code today, how how it's actually not very user-friendly. And there have been some problems with people checking in, going, going to different places. We've got guests here, Amanda from Reinforce, and Nori from Reinforce and Justin from Voice at the Table. Any other comments about the QR codes? And, uh, and I go, go for it, Amanda. Something flew in my head and made my cat ears something. Why didn't the government consult with people with disabilities? And, and, and plus, this new thing to do with the QR code know that that's my yeah consultation with people with disabilities where was the consultation with us about what we can and can't use <laughs> that's a good point yep nori have you been having trouble at all when you when you go to check in yeah well i can know that it's either because i didn't have me um I had an old camera at that time and I couldn't do it. Yeah. Now, but now with my new camera, with my new phone, I can. Ah, oh, so yeah, Nori, that's that sounds like me and my uh, uh, antique phone. Yeah, antique phone sounds good, Amanda. Okay. And you know that. Over to you, Amanda. For all the people who are having 
trouble with their antique phones, what what happens if they're by themselves and they don't they don't have the carer with them to support them with their QR code? What happens if I walk into a bank and I've got my antique phone and ah gee? <laughs> exactly, and I think also that um, you know it's. It's a case of if you can't do it, you can't do it. And if there's nowhere to sign in, you can't sign in either. So it's like you, it's not accessible. There's just no other way around it. And, and it's a matter of not being able to check in. So that's not good for contract tracing. No. Uh, and, and another question that's just flew into my head. Um, you know the people that wheelchairs and all that stuff and they can't stretch to a certain point Ooh, what about those guys and girls eh? that's it with limited mobility or maybe even difficulty using hands and sometimes yeah. those those barcodes are really hard to capture on the camera mm. yep i was standing there for five minutes the other day trying to to get into it into a shop and it just wasn't working for me. I was trying it this way and that way. And and, and it seems like to me there are people got the present phones and that are okay. But as you step down the big ladder, oh, there's all these other people that don't have the up-to-date stuff what the other people have got today and they're going to be forced to buy a new phone. Yeah. I think there's a feeling of exclusion as well when when we can't use what's been provided to access gain entry into a shop or a mm. or a bank or a chemist you know there's a feeling of well, why why can't i why doesn't this suit me as well mm. and something else that flew into my head too and um, the biggest fear that i've got is if I'm by myself. Will I get fined for not be able to thing on since I've got an antique phone or can't read or can't write that this and that that? That's a very, very real concern. And I think there would be a strong argument for you that you don't have the equipment. It's not available mm. to you. You, you yep. cannot mm. use the mechanism that's been given to check in. But that's a strong mm. argument. It's, it, you just have, you don't have what what is what it takes for for the mechanism that they've asked us to use and in my opinion if the government did did not do its whole circle in, in my point of view and it's left half the circle for the current people that circle is not taken us into account to join up oh no no and no, that's in my opinion. The government just did not think about us guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, and sometimes, Amanda, I do see the um, QR codes in some taxis too. What taxis? Well, I've seen them in what taxis. Oh. I have. Oh, no. In oh, some They do. They're not very big, but they're small. That sends me out of the taxi. I can't see small stuff. Oh, oh crap. 
Yuck. I can see you're not very happy with that. Oh, you just plumbed me out of the water. Have you, have you ever noticed that problem? I have, Norrie. Yes, I have. <laughs> and I wonder if the taxi drivers have some way around that. I mean, yeah, I'm not I, sure. Yeah, I, don't I, think, I don't think so. No, I, I keep thinking that too. And uh, and do, now I know you've got to clock on to go to the toilet and now you've got to clock in to go in the taxi ride. This world's gone bark and mad. <laughs> this is this is unreal. <laughs> Absolutely uh, unreal. It's not getting any better, it's getting worse. <laughs> Yeah, whenever I go in the taxi, I, I see the barcode and I'm doing it. I said, I say to the taxi, I've got a duty barcode for everything. And said, oh, don't worry about it. If you've got a taxi car, you don't have to worry about it. If you don't, you have to do it. That what told me. But um, The driver said that if you have a taxi card, you don't have to check in? Yeah. Ah. Oh. Well, this is the one in Thumbie. Well, I'm not sure about the one in the city because all the taxi driver knows me because they always pick me up and one, one time one bloke uh, dropped me off to the wrong place. I said, no, I'm not going here. I'm going there. No. So, and he stopped, the, um, he stopped the, um, the fare so I could be at the right place and I still pay for down there. So it's good. So okay. I'm very, um, don't take it the wrong way. I'm very popular in Thumbie anyway. Few people know me, and some people don't. When they see me, say, "Oh, I know you. You're the one who's um, the ball over, or, or sometimes they say, got a joke for us." <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would like to like, like get my teeth back in. It's all right. And and next program is in August, and I think. Um, and I think raising our voice is going to be 35 years old. Yes. Okay. Do you want to do 17th of August? And okay. 35 do... years is a long time to be on 3CR. It sure is. You've yep. been listening to 3CR, Raising Our Voices. Today we've been talking about disability and the QR code or the quick response code, which is what it stands for. <laughs> We're talking with Amanda Millia, Justin O'Brien and Nori Blackman and I'm Bronwyn Trickett at Amida. We have been talking about the challenges that QR codes present and the inaccessibility of it for people who don't have devices that have a camera or are up to date with QR scanning and also people who are ageing. And, and it, 15 years ago, we didn't, we didn't have this bug, but it's a, more than a pain in the butt. It's a thorn in my side by the group called Arithmics. That's a great song, Amanda. I love that song. And, um, and I please urge the public out there to, to sanitise their hands and use a barcode because if you don't, we will not get better at, and we need to get better. Do your hand and use a QR code. Think of other people. Please think of 
I had the people first. Thank and keep you. safe and keep safe. Keep safe. Thanks to Nori Blythman from Reinforce, Justin O'Brien from Voice at the Table, and Amanda Mulia from Reinforce today discussing disability in the QR code. I'm Bronwyn at Amida, and thanks to our guests today. We've had a great show. Thank you for listening. Hey, you mob. It's time to get back to the community. So get your proof of vaccination ready. Get started by creating a MyGov account if you don't already have one and linking your Medicare number. Then add your COVID-19 digital certificate to the Service Victoria app. Now you're ready to go. Your COVID-19 digital certificate is your ticket. Let's show it with kindness to the businesses we visit and the Victorians who run them. Visit coronavirus.vic.gov.au forward slash vaxproof. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. A 3CR supporter. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.